Hello and welcome back to Drop the Ball. We apologize for being gone last week. We know that the Chiefs clinched and are going to the Super Bowl, and that's what we'll talk about this week. But we had other things to deal with that, and we had to record some other things that we'll probably never see the light of day. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, sure yeah. hope not. But it was worth it. Yeah, it, it was, was worth, worth it. it. Just know that it is worth it. Um, and you that know, sounds if, so bad. If we have like five thousand <laughs> likes on our Instagram posts, yeah, then a, we'll show it. Get us to five thousand, you guys get to see it. I feel like I got the most to lose here. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so uh, <laughs> I got nothing to lose. I'm, I barely did shit. Yeah, so. anyway, you're close. So, anyways, um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're back on drop the ball, and um, Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, guys. Yes. And I can't. And I every single time. And it, yes, it's going to be all Chiefs basically. And uh, there's a little bit to talk about with the Royals. Uh, okay. Eh, well, there's definitely a couple of things. Anyway, so the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Airhead chop talk. And then we're going to do the coffin corner. And then we're going to do America's favorite segment: drop the ball. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to do. Airhead chop talk. Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. My God. We got to talk about this game that happened you're last gonna, You're not going to introduce us or anything? I can introduce you. Well, I have the crazy. one and only Jackson Wilkes to my left. What? You want me to do introductions? I'm doing them. <sighs> I was going to tell a story, but it's too late now. We're on the Chiefs. No, we're not. We're on okay. the Chiefs. No, okay. And sitting in front of me to my left is the illustrious, the illustrious Oliver Hutchison. No in. Hutchison. I, did, I said no, I know. Hutchison. No, I know. He just wants the what? people to know because nobody can friggin' spell it. Okay, well, spell it right now, Matt. Go. Hutchison? Yeah. H-U-T-C-H-I-S-O-N. Proceed that with an Oliver, and that's my Instagram handle. Go follow. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> that was dumb. I hate you. Hell that yeah. was great, and you know it. <laughs> you know what? Everybody's listening to this podcast, so I know you're gonna gain a lot of list, a lot of followers. From probably this. gonna get, a, I'm probably gonna gain a whole zero. Yep, a whole, a whole zero. That's for sure. Okay, Jackson, what happened this week? That I don't know, man. You kind of ruined the ruined Did the flow. Did I ruin the flow? So something, something Starbucks hot chick something. No, nah, it's a thrift store hot chick. So store hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the thrift this store. Thrift thrift store shoddy. Thrift store shoddy. It's a good title for a song. Anyways, <laughs> it sounds like something that uh, what's the dude that did sweatshirt? It sounds like <laughs> Jacob Sartorius. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something he'd release. <laughs> you can wear my sweatshirt. Hey, Anyways, um, yeah, he was this creepy little like twelve year old that was hitting on women. Um, so yeah, if you're twelve, you can't hit on women. Exactly. Confirm. So I go to the thrift store. <laughs> Didn't stop me. I go, <laughs> <laughs> I go to the thrift store. I've been there a couple times and I've seen her before. Um, we've talked like a couple times. Jackson's stalking this. No, movie. I'm not stalking. I just go to the Swiss <laughs> store a lot. Okay. So we've talked a couple times when she like rang me up or anything like that. And um, uh, I went back just to check on this coffee table. That she ring your bell too. Stop, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on with it. What are we doing? You can ring my bell. Um, okay. ring my bell. <laughs> um. That's going to be sucking my head all night. So, anyways, so I go back to check on this coffee table price. There's not a price. I ask her what the price is. She calls somebody over. Get the price. I don't buy it. But I find a VHS and a vinyl that I really like. And I go up and and buy it. And she's the one that's checking me out again. And I'm like, you know what? This is my time. So, she's checking you out this Shut time. the hell up. <laughs> so, I go up there. I'm like, this is my time. This is it. Right? And... um. 
I don't like ask for a number or anything like that, but she's wearing like a Coraline shirt, you know, the movie, like the claymation movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, it's my comfort movie. And I was like, that's weird as fuck, but I, <laughs> I was like, isn't there like a spider mom or something like that in there? Mm. Anyways, um, she agreed that it was a little weird. So that was chill. Talk about Coraline for a quick sec. You know, she, I think there's, there's good chemistry. There's good vibes. You know, I tell her that my, my uh, comfort movie is Ratatouille. Yeah. That movie rocks. She agreed. She was like, that's a great fucking movie. I was like, hell yeah. She didn't say that because she was working. But um, then I leave and I like kind of like, I'm like in my car and I'm like, I should give her my number. I'm going to give her my number. Yeah. So I write my number down on a receipt. Nice. Take it in. And I gave it to her. And like, she was nice about it. It was a co- it was a chill interaction. It was a little weird just because yeah. like, there's no real way to do that. Not awkward, right? It's tough. Yeah. Um, she hasn't texted me. It's been like two days. She hasn't texted me. And I totally didn't think about the fact that I'm going to be back in there like two days to buy that coffee. Table. <laughs> so, nice. and that's, I go to that thrift store a lot and I don't want to find another one. So I think both of us are just going to have to sit in the fact that we're going to be seeing each other at least a couple more times. Okay. You got to, well, give her some more time to think about it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she'll see me carrying out that coffee table by myself. See, She's see like, oh the my goods God, one so more strong. time before oh purchase. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. She's got to show you around. She threw my number away already and like she used to ask for it again. Yeah. <laughs> I threw your number away. Actually, I threw your number away, but <laughs> now that I'm thinking I didn't think it, you were that cute. And then I'd I like saw you like lift that coffee table or something. We can only hope. Nah, she's into me. She's just too nervous to text probably. Anyways, so that's my story. I didn't think about the fact that I'm going to be back in there in a couple days. Like, I couldn't have picked a worse way to, like, go about that. Yeah, you shot your shot. It's all right. No, it was worth it. And I'd do it again. I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't care that much. I just don't want her to be working and be like, fuck, this guy keeps coming in. Like, he's just being weird. Blah, blah, blah. I don't talk I don't, to yeah, 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 yeah. I, don't I doubt it. I'm overthinking it because I don't want to be creepy, you know. True. But I mean, what I can don't you know do? That's something. Okay. Well, that's my story. That's your story. The cottage is a great, great twenty five bucks. It's put got it, some glass put in it. Put it in the great story basket. There you go. Great story basket. Yep. Throw it in. You want to think about? You want? Uh, <laughs> that was dumb. Why? Uh, you're dumb. Yeah. I can't say one thing today. No. Screw you. Whoa. I feel some text. Some tension. <laughs> what kind? No, we're chilling. So, anyways. Sexual. Um. Sexual when tension. I g- <laughs> when I get that feeling, I want. Sexual healing, sexual healing is something that's good for me. Anyways, I had a when I bought my car. Sorry, this is not sports related. When I bought my first car in high school, it was used, and there was a CD in the CD player. Was it? It was. Um, it was a a homemade CD, and written on Sharpie on the front said "Sweet Love Making." And that CD, what kind of car? Rocked. It It was a Mini Cooper. I've had two Mini Coopers. That's the only cars I've ever, ever owned. It was a, it was sweet love making, written and it wasn't like making it was M A K apostrophe N. Whoa! <laughs> like this and uh, this mix was crazy, dude. It M-A-K went M A K apostrophe N, not yeah. M A K I N apostrophe. No, making. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna go careless whisper. No no, 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 no. It had like that song and it had Barry like, White. It had like the love theme White. from Star Wars. It had a couple Barry ooh, White. Ooh. I like it. Damn. It had um. <laughs> yeah, I can't it was in the careless. It had like this one like Jamaican <laughs> rap song and I couldn't hear what they I couldn't figure out what they were saying. It was insane yeah. that like this playlist went crazy and Did I you, lost it. Uh, I lost it when I changed cars. I'm so I could have sworn I took it out of the old car and I put it in a bag with all the other stuff from that car and we I've been able to find it. I'm like I am devastated because this C D rocked. It was so awesome. Uh any inquiries, call the tips hotline if you find Do you guys find a CD at a thrift store or in a car called Sweet Love called Making? Called Sweet Love Making, please for the love of God. M A K 
apostrophe in. Yeah. Like, I need to, like, try to recreate it or something. Because, I, like, I swear to God, this... That, that playlist was crazy, dude. Do you remember the I would, songs? I like not enough of them, honestly. I'm I'm heartbroken about it. I'm not gonna lie. Like I would I would listen to that over my playlist, like on my phone sometimes. Wow. I'd be like driving to school in the morning sometimes, and I just I slide sweet love making it. I'd be like, I I still listen to CDs. That's the vibe, bro. There's nothing against CDs. I still listen to them all the time. In my car, it's either sports talk radio or a CD. Or my yeah, audiobook. yeah, I just, yeah, I think that one was just different, man. The vibes of that CD were just crazy, and I never got to use it either. Not like that, you know what I mean? Never <laughs> okay. had a shoddy in the in the whip, rolling around with uh, Marvin Gaye in my ear, you know. Mm. Speaking of Marvin Gaye, Willie Gaye, great transition, is going to be playing in the Super Bowl with his high school teammate AJ Brown. Nice against so, his high school teammate. Against his high school teammate, yes. They'll both be there. Yeah, so we got to talk about the Chiefs. Sorry, fellas, we'll get to tweets this week a little later, but uh, and so we'll we'll be a little funny later. But now we got to talk some serious shit. Sports. <laughs> so man, shit. <laughs> Just guys. We're being talking boobs. about beer and sports and ladies. We have to, we've hit the ladies part. And trucks gotta, and trucks. We and trucks. We just got to get well cars. Cars. We have to get vehicles. the beer and the in the sports in. Oh, I got some beer. Matt, go go crack open a cold one for us. We can all share one. <laughs> I'll share one. I gotta drive home, man. <laughs> I can only have a third of a beer. I can only. <laughs> I gotta. I, can't, I gotta drive home. I can only have a third. <laughs> Dude, just take one and just stay a little longer. Exactly. No, no, no. I got. I can only do a third. Oh my! I think Matt's trying to get me to stay the night, man. <laughs> I can't do a I can't do a whole beer, dude. I got I can't even. I, I'm not out of this room. <laughs> if if I get a full beer, third beer me, third beer me. <laughs> yeah, pour me pour me a shot of beer. Why don't you? <laughs> a shot of beer. Exactly. Is that not how it works? No. no. <laughs> All right, got the beer in. Let's talk some sports, huh? <laughs> Willie okay. Gay, AJ Brown, the other AJ color guy retired. So you know. AJ, yeah. Green. Yeah, AJ. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that was good. Super Bowl. That was pretty good. Super Bowl 50 something. <laughs> There's so many of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. 57. Super 57. Bowl 57. Uh, the field looks awful. I hate it. Um, I saw pictures of it. The lo- the Super Bowl logo is like huge on either side of the, m- the midfield. Okay. Um, anyways, um, we should probably hit the Bengals real quick, right? Yeah, we need to talk about the ba- Bengals game last week. And I think s- what we need to talk about specifically, we could talk about different rookies on defense we could talk about Marquez Valdez Scantling stepping up and if you guys want to we still we still can but I think this came down to one person and one person only and if Chris Jones did not have the game that he that he had last Sunday the Chiefs would not have won that game I no, firmly yeah. believe that he definitely took it personally that people were talking about his lack of playoff sacks and I mean the, he they were calling it Burrowhead yeah, I think here's the thing. I said this book going into the game. I really wanted to see the Chiefs team play with a chip on their shoulder. And it wasn't a blowout win. Um, and they didn't win like I thought they would, you know. The whole score of a touchdown in the fourth quarter is what's going to seal it, you know. I mean, it was a close just just punch it out game. Um, the defenses on either side of the ball really really stepped up. Um and but I mean in my opinion the biggest I think story of the game was just the Chiefs playing with a chip on their shoulder. This was the first time I think I've seen the players and the fans as riled up and as like just intense, just like constant stream of intensity. Like 
same level, you know, like there wasn't anybody trying to bring anybody else up to them. It was just full steam ahead. And I mean, that, I'm not saying that they didn't, didn't get geared up for other games. I just think that like this was the best chemistry of like intensity that we've seen just on an all around basis, fan base, players, coaches. It seemed like there was a really good kind of environment there. Yeah. And there was a lot of reason for it. Um, you had Patrick Mahomes was injured but sticking it out and you had everybody in the national media saying, Oh, he's going to suck. And they had, they had him saying that anyways, because he was playing the Bengals who right. they at the time were 0 three against. So you had the whole bro versus Mahomes thing and how the Cincinnati mayor was being a doofus. Um, and actually, if I thoroughly believe this, the conversation would have had to be made as to like, who is the big thing in the conference? Who's is yeah, it Joe who, Burrow yeah. is it Patrick Mahomes. Because if, two straight years Joe Burrow comes into Patrick Mahomes' place and beats him I think we're having a completely different other storyline yeah. I mean I think uh, I, I think that Mahomes would have the edge because he had won a Super Bowl but what if Joe Burrow goes on to win the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP then it's like okay they're technically on the same bar mm-hmm. so it was a huge game for Patrick Mahomes just like I think we can get and we'll get into this later just how I just like how I think Super Bowl 57 is a must win game for Patrick Mahomes c- cementing his legacy but yeah. I don't think so. I think I, I think uh, here's the thing. I think every so. Super Bowl is a must win, right? Like that's the last game of the season. Every Super Bowl is a must win. Especially when you're talking about legacy, right? You win one Super Bowl, your cement your legacy is cemented. Um And he already has one, but if you right, win a second one. Right. I think I think it, it doesn't necessarily cement his legacy, but it does kind of it does adjust the general perspective, I think, of of his trajectory, right? Like you go to f- three Super Bowls in four years and win two, holy shit! Whoa! You go to three Super Bowls and, or yeah, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, three yeah, Super Bowls yeah, in yeah, four yeah. years and win one, you're still great, but it's not like Tom Brady level. Right now, we're having this whole discussion where it's like, is he on? Can he keep on pace to match Tom Brady or beat Tom Brady, become the best quarterback of all time? And, like, odds are, probably not. Like, if we're being completely honest. If we're talking about just pure achievements, probably not. But I think I think Tom Brady's an anomaly. Right. I don't think you can be like, and sorry, Oliver. Sorry, we got to talk about him. He did retire, we think. For good? For I don't know. Time. But well, we guess we can We'll have to hear about him on Sunday. We'll have to hear from him on Sundays every single weekend. Now, Starting in 2024, but we'll see. I'm sure Oliver's hyped for fine. that. Really? You're fine with that? Yeah, because he's not yeah. playing football anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Got to respect it. Anyway. I don't necessarily yeah, I don't necessarily hate Tom Brady's human person. You hate him as a player. I just didn't want to fucking see him again on the a football field. field play. Ever <laughs> again. Ever again. That's fair. In a in pads. Right. That's fair. That's kind of it. I just I hated the football player Tom Brady. Tom Brady the, <laughs> Tom Brady, the uh, broadcaster, is going to be pretty interesting. I think he's a pretty harmless dude when he's not... I, mean, I think that he's I think probably that, a great guy. And I think. Uh, I, except for he kisses kids. Hey, <laughs> weird. I mean, like it's harmless, but it's a little weird. And Greg Olson is not much love to Greg Olson on Fox, but he's really not it. I think he's pretty I don't good. Think he's great. Wouldn't he's it be just f- not the name? He's perfectly capable broadcaster, color guy. He's just not the name. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Tom Brady shows up and just turns out to be a fucking moron? Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> like there's like there's just like nothing up there. It's just like. It, he just like, he threw the ball. He threw You're the like, ball really well. Yeah, he did, that Tom. one went like thirty-five yards. It's like a sixty-yard touchdown. That one went at least thirty-five yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, so, anyways, back to the back to Patrick Mahomes. I, th- 
Uh, the point I was making, though, is I mean, like, if for it just it changes the general perspective of where he could end up. Um, yes, and I because think because we can talk about Brady being an anomaly as much as we want, and I right. did say that he is. I don't think Patrick Mahomes will get to seven. We can't expect that. But I don't think you can either. But I, th- what I want to happen, and call me crazy, and call me stupid, and call me ridiculous. I want Patrick Mahomes to get six, and I want to look back. I want to look back in thirty years, and everyone be like, "Damn." We didn't see it that like at this time, but this was the this was the battle for for the seventh Super Bowl. Yeah, like I really yeah. want back I, in like 2018. Well, 2020, 2021. Oh when, yeah, when Bucks, yeah, in the Bucks, yeah, even when the then, Bucks yeah. beat Tom. Like, so I guess there's been two times. The there's been two times the Chiefs could have either kept them out of the Super Bowl or just won it from them. Yeah, no, uh, this is crazy stat line too. This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' playoff career that he's going to wear a white jersey, and it's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he's been. This is now his third Super Bowl. And it's the only reason. It's just because of how do they even determine because home the field? Eagles, the Eagles were the home or the home team because in a neutral they, site <laughs> they just flip back and forth. Right. And this year was the NFC's year to be. To gotcha. Be the home team. Gotcha. Well, but if this Tampa Bay picked okay. picked whites because they yeah, had won they had won every single one of their games in the whites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I would, I'm sorry. Well, you said it. You stole my point. <laughs> Where do you go, Matt? Um, it's a it's a big game, and I think like kind of going back to the Bengals one. If I was to be like, if I was to pick a more important game in terms of like cementing legacy, I'd say that the AFC Championship was more important. Um, hundred percent agree. Because I like I like you mentioned, you know, well, because you mentioned it yourself, you know, like the whole like if Joe Burrow wins, you know, like is Joe Burrow the best quarterback in the AFC? You know, like he goes there, puts up a three touchdown, no interception stat line, and wins the game against Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's like. Is he the better quarterback? Is are the Bengals the team that are gonna are, are they the true new dynasty instead of the Chiefs just having like three or four years of good football? It, I, it, I think going to only winning, which in their respect could still happen, right? But only winning one of three Super Bowls, I think, is significantly less detrimental than only winning one or two of five home championship games. Matt, you have to you have to. I don't think that this game is as important as the AFC championship game was for the legacies because if you think about like the bills in the 90s they lost the four super bowls in a row so and so you okay you have dan marino who won one super bowl is that right yeah he he never won any oh he didn't didn't win win? okay so did he go to any he went to like one or two he went to two one or two okay fine jim kelly went to four didn't win any of them right Mm -hmm. and everybody knows the name jim kelly but it doesn't come up first in your mind yeah you think of like all-time greats, Dan Marino, Patrick Brown, or not Patrick Brown, Tom you Brady. You think of all the guys who are like all-time greats. Terry Bradshaw. They either won a Super Bowl or just like. <sighs> I think Marino's, Marino's kind of a unicorn because I think he's the only all-time great that probably didn't ever win one. Like Aikman was. Right. Statistically. Aikman wise, was yes. the most mid-all-time great quarterback, and he has, what, three? Just he, because he was on the loaded-ass 90s Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. I mean, um, I mean po- he didn't play bad, but. The kind of the point in my, you know, my uh, stats there were pretty lacking for my point, but like, <clears throat> you have to make it past. You have to make it to the Super Bowl, and after you make it to the Super Bowl, you can be a name. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the name Jim Kelly, but it doesn't matter that he lost the games. You still know the guy's name, and all the other all-time greats. They may not have even won the Super Bowl like Dan Marino, but you still know his name. He got to them, mm-hmm. but if if he would have lost that game, 
I think the only reason it's as it's a bigger legacy game than the Super Bowl this year will be is because it was Joe Burrow that yeah. came in. If okay. it were anybody else, it wouldn't yeah. have been as big of a game. If for some reason the Ravens won out and it was against Lamar Jackson, you know, who's also a really big name quarterback, it wouldn't have been the it same. It wouldn't have been the same at all. And it's just all about the storyline and Sure, maybe in 25, 30 years, no one's going to remember the storyline, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Because I, it was, you know. Oh that's it, like, like, from uh, three people who live in Kansas City, yeah. the vibes in the city were crazy leading up to that Bengals game. Like, there's a general buzz going into this game, and, like, we're still, a, a, like, a solid time, four or five days like out. Like you had said, first time in a very long time that Kansas City's like, shit, yeah, we got to get our yeah, shit together and win this we, game. So, I mean, like, yeah. stories out. We've talked about it. I work at Starbucks. We... Our store specifically came up with this like Chiefs drink called the Arrowhead Mocha that like we sold, and like leading up to the Bengals game, we sold the shit out of that drink. I've made two in the last week and a half, maybe since that game happened. I want you know just yeah. like I mean just an anecdotal yeah you know but I no I understand I the only thing that I'll raise you and I do agree with your point, but the one thing I will ra- I will raise you is that who remembers those teams. Legacy wise, who remembers those those Buffalo oh, Bills? Like casual, Sorry, casual the fans Buffalo wouldn't. B- the Buffalo Bills teams with Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was a great quarterback. Jim Kelly does not get brought up in the conversations with greatest quarterbacks of all time, like top ten lists. He doesn't get brought up in it because Aaron Rodgers is a better talent than him. He's only and won he one. never won the game. He never won the big game. He won the AFC Championship game four years in a row. And I'm not saying that like that is that's a huge thing to do. I'm not saying it's not, but. I I think this is the this is your way to get it get over this the is, hump. This is this is the first time. This is the chance for the first time for people to actually like look at a number and like have it be kind of on track to maybe in be in the same realm as Brady. Active court, you know? yes, exactly. Like Active quarterbacks with two Super Bowls. Right. Name them. I don't think they're they're uh, two Super Bowl rings. Two Super Bowl rings. Ben just retired. Ben was retired. Brady retired. Rogers only has one. Um. Nobody, because Peyton and be. Ben and and these dogs were just technically Garoppolo. Joe Flacco, probably. Uh, Joe Flacco only has one. Garoppolo, maybe. He was a bad technically uh, technically yes, not as a starter, but um. I wonder if one of those like random backups like Chase Daniel. There might too. be yeah. If we're talking about backups, there might be a backup somewhere that has a couple just for being a backup. Um. No, but I agree because like I think you can look at like. Like people, because if Mahomes isn't the one to catch Brady, right? Who's who's it gonna more be? so than I feel like other sports? People don't look at in football. I feel like people look at team accomplishments way more to determine greatness than they do yeah. other sports. Well, okay, so <clears throat> how do you think, Matt, that Mahomes' legacy would have been tarnished if he would have lost last week versus if he'll lose this week? Like, like I'm just thinking, like you did steer me on the steer. Last steer. Sorry. Scheme. You did steer me last on uh, the championship game being the more important. Right. It's like, well, I agree. I, mean, I realize that this the bills that I brought up really reinforced your point a lot more than they did mine. Um, but I'm just thinking, like, if if you're going to compare, if you're going to say at the that moment the in time, it was the most important thing that yeah, Patrick yeah, 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 Mahomes yeah, yeah. has yeah, yeah. done in the AFC. Yeah. Right. And, it is. And that. Okay. <clears throat> Where we were just now was, was oh, who's going to catch Brady? Okay, but he's an anomaly, I thought. I thought that we just decided he was right. an anomaly. So, so right. if you're going to compare him to Brady and trying to, trying to decide 
how his legacy stacks up to Brady's for this game, but we've already decided that no one's going to be like Brady because he's an anomaly. Yes, Jackson. Sorry. No, you can finish. I just like, I have a perfect summation of where we're Well, then go ahead. Okay. I think basically what we're saying is that the AFC championship game was drastically more important for cementing Mahomes' current legacy. Yes. This Super Bowl puts him on track to reach a different kind of height in his lasting overall legacy. I think that, like, yes. if we're talking about current modern time, the AFC Championship game was more important. But, like, like you said, early, like, way earlier at the beginning of this conversation, like, if he wins this one and then he ends up with, like, six or even seven or fuck it, somehow eight, which won't happen. But, like, let's say hypothetically, right? Like, people will look back at this one and go, man, he doesn't or reach five. that number if we lose this. Yeah, or like, four. Like, I, like this, this is, like, winning two out of three or instead of one out of count. three is is kind of like people will look back at that and go that was the difference and that think, was what changed the trajectory and i think ever since they lost that super bowl i think they are like hey when we get back we're winning okay because yeah. we don't know when we're gonna get back did you see what he said last night about it about the buccaneer super bowl yeah about how he felt losing matt yeah he said he did i saw you, that you he said clip? that he learned more from losing because it was the michael Irvin interview did and you, did you watch it yeah i did he said he said, uh, I feel like I've learned more from losing the Super Bowl because he's like, I don't want to feel like that again. Yeah. I don't want to feel so shitty like he like he, he didn't use shitty, but he doesn't want to feel as terrible as they did when they lost. And I would agree. I mean, I, d- I think that that group of people, which is, w- which is why I think Mahomes, oh, it's tough because that defensive front for Philly is, is really, really good. Sure, but, but Patrick Mahomes excels at getting away from pressure. He does, but um, it, it's it, yeah, it just it's still it's, it's best on best. It is best on best, and that's why it's in quotes a coin flip right now because I'm pretty sure the betting odds is still a the one betting, and a half. The betting lines are about as even as you can possibly get. Yeah, one and a half, st- which was the same for the Bengals game, but it's still favoring Philly because of their defense um, and total over, total overall team. Well, also because of Charles Carl Sheffers. Carl Sheffers, yeah. I think that that actually is affecting the betting a lot. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I did see... That um, could be like a really big undercard that people are like, actually... I think it is because... I think... Because of all the PI stuff and, and yeah, Carl throws a lot of flags in the first place and he calls a lot of flags against the Chiefs in the first place and then total all that together and then you have you know AJ, an A.J. Brown character. I just think that they're for, really for thinking about it. What yeah. it's worth, I do know a lot of the major stats that I saw about him over the season were against the home team. Um, and now this is a neutral site game, so I don't know how much that really affects things. Um, uh, also, I don't know if you all saw, saw the thing last night. I think there's going to be a lot more Chiefs fans there than Philadelphia fans. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that Philadelphia was selling more of their allotment faster, but I think that's because the Chiefs fans, because of the team that they are now, are coming from different places. Like, I, if I had to guess, the way that they gauge those numbers is people yeah. from Philadelphia buying tickets. Um, and so, like, you're going to have Chiefs fans from Oregon. Well, one thing Coming I also game, you know. would expect is that the Philly people are going to travel later, maybe. There's no geographical reason for me to say this, but I'm just thinking maybe they're just not there yet, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, if they left at the same time as Chiefs fans and they're driving for some reason, like, <sighs> they're, <sighs> they're, <sighs> people are doing it, I bet you. There's you. probably at least I a thousand. You. 
Ugh, but I mean, because flights were fifteen hundred dollars from right. Kansas City, right. I can't imagine what they were from. Plus, Philly. I kind of, I kind of like a, a road trip. I don't know. That's me personally. Yeah, but that's like that's like a that's like twenty four. I say, yeah, that's hours. that's bad. I did eighteen in one day once, which was kind of tough. Yeah, no, Ooh. but my my thirteen in New, to New Orleans was terrible. Yeah, but if it's anything that, more than ten, I like to stop. But. That trip is why I bring this up because the K State people were down there for like days beforehand yeah but then the alabama people drove up the night the day of because they were right there yeah because they're yeah. right there i mean and that's why i said the geographical thing is because philadelphia is nowhere close to arizona yeah but neither is kansas city so the geographical thing doesn't really make a difference yeah yeah i think uh i know we were talking about Mahomes' legacy a little bit but let's uh we can table that and maybe get back to that in just a second um i'm really interested as to what you guys think the difference in this game is going to be like yeah. where does it break down so Oliver would I think it's pretty simple. Where does it what the trenches? The, do you think the trenches I think that the line play makes or breaks the game. I think that you have to pay attention to the Chiefs tackles. I think you have to pay attention to Chris Jones. I think you have to pay attention to how the Chiefs run a contain on Jalen Hurts. I just think that you have to really the the Chiefs, okay, we'll just go each side of the ball, each team. The Philadelphia Eagles offensive line is really good, anchored by Jason Kelsey. We all know that it's going to be really stout. So then the Chiefs defensive line, you have to see the step up from the edges, Frank Clark and George Karlaftis. Yep. And, and Dana and Carlos Dunlap. You have to see them step up like they have been. So you just have to see the trend continue. I would like to see more from a play in the playoff uh, capacity from Carlos Dunlap, but, you know, the dude, he's fine. Um, and George George Karloftis has been good, and and we all know that Chris Jones has been elite the last couple games. Um, well, he was Season. really good. He was re- elite against Cincinnati, but he still didn't have a sack against Jacksonville. But he he was he was back in there in the backfield. But um, okay, so then Chiefs offensive line that's going to be the that's that this side of the ball is going to be where the game is won that's or lost. What I was going to say because the Philadelphia defensive line is also really good. So you've got like three or four double-digit sack guys who, by the way, are not on the defensive line. I think we have one or two linebackers. But you have this line that is just relentless, and you have the Chiefs tackle situation, which has not been good this year. They have, like, pro bowlers as, like, second, third stringers. I mean, yeah, I mean. And and Philly. You just have to see Orlando Brown Jr. actually, like, live up to (laughs) to his talk. And you have to see Andrew Wiley just be okay. He's going to be which he's up done. Wiley's done pretty solid this season. Like not, I hate, I don't want to knock against, on wood. He's been he's been way better than we thought he was going to be. Yeah, That's, I'm not saying he's I not just been. don't want Mike Remmers type right tackle. He's play. never he but he's never been matched. Andrew Wiley has not been matched up against like uh, rewind. Yep. When yep. he's been when he's been matched up against really really good competition, which Hassan Reddick. Don't know if you've seen the stats for him this year. He's maybe been the best the best pass rusher in the entire NFL. So Hassan Reddick is going to be a huge problem for Andrew Wiley, and we'll see how he does. But yeah, yeah I'm, I I agree with I agree with Oliver because this is as simple this is as simply as I can put it. Last time you were in this situation, what was the difference? Offensive line sucked. Cool. What'd you do? Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith. They've got to step up. Those are the three people you you called in and you drafted. Orlando Brown, your interior, and Orlando, and Orlando Brown. But you had a right. You had a yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. But you had a left tackle in Eric Fisher. But he was hurt. 
Orlando Brown didn't play. He was not with the Chiefs in 2021. That's, I know. That's my point. I'm saying Eric Fisher was hurt. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. brought in Orlando Brown. Um, I'm yeah. I'm with you guys. I he, think this those, is that's the that's the difference. Is those three four three four four yeah those four guys that you brought in yeah. you brought in to to help Pat. And if they can barely do their job and just get past, I think Pat's going to get sacked four or five times in this game. Um, so here's here's but the thing. I hope not. Here's the thing. I hope not either. But it's a trenches game, and we know Mahomes can make the throws that he makes. So as long as one side of the field is open at any given time, I feel pretty confident. You know, he can throw across his body. He can throw with his body. You just got to hope um, that the ankle holds up. If if the ankle holds up and he's got the left side, which is the stronger side, if we are going with Wiley getting beat, yeah. then we'll be fine. Um. That being said, I agree with you guys. Trenches is definitely the most important part of this game. We saw in the Bengals game, and frankly, the last like four or five games of the season too, that um, our young secondary might struggle a bit, like in the first quarter. But once they adjust, they're pretty locked down. I mean, like that's been the story almost the whole season. Is like we might give up one or two touchdowns in the first quarter, but after that, it's gonna be. I mean, the teams, the other teams, gonna have to work hard and and beat our scheme. Um. I really, really think that, I mean, like, the Eagles have a really solid um, defense all around, secondary included, as, as well as the trenches. We just, we just, you know, gushed over their, their pass rushers, right? But um, I do think it'll be interesting to see our secondary matchup with their pass catchers. I mean, Devonta Smith is great. Um, A.J. Brown is great. Um, Singletary, as a pass catcher, doesn't, Make me nervous. Who are you talking about? Or not Singletary. Um, what's his Kenneth what's Gainwell? His? Gainwell. I always mix them up. Gainwell. Miles I'm, Sanders? Miles Sanders. Neither, Gainwell does not scare me too much as a pass catcher. Um, they just run the ball stupid well. Yeah. That's well, what the Eagles and do. part of that's because of the of Jalen Hurts. He's great at scrambling. you got to give him his respect. I mean, I mean they're rushing dude, offense in general, too. They're, yeah. Their three backs are Their really rush is great. Good. And, that, again, that goes back to the trenches, you know, like – and I think even past that just a little bit, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton are gonna have to be really, really great at picking up the run. Yes. If they get out if they get to the outside and it's not it doesn't stay contained, they have to break it up before yeah. it gets five plus yards. Exactly. If the two um, of them are lost, game over. Right. Um that being said though, I, I think that this is a really solid matchup. I think that both teams have very specific but few holes that can be exploited by the opposing team. Um I really I'm really interested to see how Travis Kelsey does this game because one, we know how Kelsey performs in the playoffs. He's played. I think I saw something today where he's played like 17 playoff games in his career, which is basically one full season. Yeah. He's got like 15 touchdowns and 1,400 receiving yards or something like that, which is just absolutely insane for a 17-game stretch. Um, and it could be maybe one or two numbers off there because I'm remembering from earlier today. But and Travis Kelsey um, with a big game here, right? Uh, he could be second behind Jerry Rice. And he's going to he's going to get a lot of mismatches if they're rushing their linebackers. I think they're if, going to. I think they're going to do exactly what Tampa Bay did to them in the in the Super Bowl, except for uh, Tampa Bay ran a three four, not a four three. And I think that I think the Eagles are just going to send four and be like everybody else get. Back. Um, I, I think, think the, nobody else mess with the, that. There's the, the difference is that we can actually run the ball this year, right? Pacheco so is a fucking monster. Well, and our offensive line is much better at running than that. They're suited than for that. that yeah. The two years ago offensive line was. I'd still be, I'd still be a little bit concerned. I mean, they could not run the ball worth a damn against the Bengals. That is definitely something to be concerned about. I just don't think it's going to be that bad. Okay. Yeah. And um, what was it? If Pacheco has a big game, it, the, the Chiefs win this game by a lot. I think. Like if Pacheco has a huge game, I think Chiefs win by a lot because I think Pat's going to be locked in. 
I don't think Pat's going to be the thing you have to worry about. So also, one thing I wanted to break up, <laughs> knocking on wood, one thing I wanted to bring up was that if one, if three catches are made two years ago that weren't, if three catches that were not made were made, that's a very different football game. Yeah. There were three dropped passes in the end zone. Yeah. Hit people off their face masks. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah, there, there was. I mean, we we played taps on the episode the next week. Yeah, we, we've I been mean, doing the show since. That's the thing. We've happened, we've so. talked about that. We've talked about that that game extensively, and like, Mahomes put that team in a place to at least be in the game at the end of it, and the team on all accounts could not take advantage of those opportunities. Right, um, even with the offensive line being the way it was, I mean, like he was doing literally everything in his power to keep that keep that team in the game that game was a highlight reel man. um it, it's it, but at the end of the day i think if we're looking forward to this super bowl we've we, we saw a very technically sound game in the Bengals, right the only issue was that our offense was way banged up especially by the end of the game i mean for the almost the entire fourth quarter our receiving core outside of travis kelsey Mahomes was throwing to deck furniture he was thrown to deck furniture. One of the one of he the game ceiling Kemp. one of the game ceiling catches was Marcus Kemp on a third down. I think here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we stay healthy in this Super Bowl, um, and we play a game that is as technical, <laughs> big if, it big <laughs> if. But if we stay healthy in the Super Bowl, at least for three quarters, right? If we can keep Ju- Juju was out a half, you know, Kadarius was out a half. Nicole got He's- two snaps. But like McCall's here's th- done by the way. McCall's he's never playing in No, 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 no. He he gave himself a glimpse at maybe a decent role in this year and then just stayed injured for half the season. Unless he wants to sign a one year contract. Um, we digress. But, We're not talking about that. But either. anyways, I want to get back to the pass catchers. We yeah. we saw a very technically sound game with the Bengals game. The Chiefs did not beat themselves in the Bengals game. That's the first time against the Bengals in the Patrick Mahomes Joe Burrow rivalry that the Chiefs did not beat themselves at some point or another. Yeah. Either with stupid turnovers or just a lack of 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 want, you know? I mean, I think you can really dial down that playoff loss last year in the championship to just a lack of want. You know, that's what the players have said. That's really what I think it comes down to. But, um, you know... And Mahomes' worst half we've ever seen. Right. If we go into this Super Bowl and play a game that is as technically sound as that Bengals game, and Mahomes has Juju for three, four quarters, he has Travis Kelsey fully healthy, he has, he has you know, Kadarius Tony for three, four quarters. If we get our best chance, yeah. you know, we give, we can give them our best shot with our best players and play as technically sound as we did against the Bengals. This is a two score football game. I, I think my, my biggest, I would do want to, I do want to bring this around to, I, I guess I'm just bringing up topics like nothing X factors for the game. Yeah. I think, and we can each have one. I think Kadarius Tony is your X factor for this game. Offensively, it's a completely different offense when you have somebody that you have to give yeah. that much attention to, and I think that I think that Andy maybe has been waiting and yeah. been like, okay, we're not going to use you a lot now. It has been because he's been freaking hurt. Yeah, and I think he would have been wa- used way more, and he should have caught that ball in the damn end zone in the AFC Championship game. I was working at that point, yeah, so I couldn't tough, see it. Tough, tough, tough. That's okay. We still win the game. Doesn't matter. But KT needs to show up. He needs yep. to show up in this game. And uh, I'll get it in. I'll I'll say something about a tweets. I'll say something about it when we get into tweets this week later. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Kadarius needs to have a huge game. I think that that's. Yeah. Do you want to? As much as I want to say Pacheco, but right. But X factors for the game. Mine's mine's gonna be one that I don't think either of you would think about. Um, I'm gonna say Justin Reed. 
No way. Nope. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. You better have something. Hear me out. We just talked about the trenches, right? We talked about closing that gap or, or closing in the pocket and containing Jalen Hurts, right? If Justin Reed can show up and give the give Steve Spagnolo enough confidence in his ability to lock down the secondary as the say as the head of the defense, head of the secondary in that safety spot, right? Do you think that that is him or Juan Thornhill? It is. It is. Here's the thing. It is not a matter of Justin Reed specifically affecting this game. It is a matter of Justin Reed giving the coaching staff and the rest of his defense enough confidence in his position, in his spot in the field, for them to put other guys in a position to affect the game. For him to be solid enough and 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 and, and confident enough st- in the secondary to send Legarius Sneed on a blitz. He needs you to know? step up and be a Tyron Matthew. Right. Yeah. Right. We need someone and I'm not saying he's gonna need to be flying all over the field like Tyron Matthew, but if he does his job correctly, we can send a lineback a couple line one or two linebackers on a blitz. You know, we can collapse that pocket a lot easier by sending a Legarius Sneed or Justin Watson. Um or not Justin Watson. Jalen Watson. Jalen Watson. Um on the corners to try to collapse that pocket and and contain Jalen Hurts. I really think that if we're going to X Factors for the whole game, it's Jalen Hurts. We know what Patrick Mahomes do. We can do. We know what our offense can do. Can do. If Jalen Hurts gets seventy-five yards on the ground this game, they're winning this game. You know. So if I think Justin if he- Reed, therefore, can give enough confidence in that secondary to take a man out of it to collapse that pocket and keep him from going out the corners and down the sideline, that's where it that that that's where I think him being your X factor comes into play. So it's, let me ask you this: It's not about his play specifically. If it's not about his play specifically, why is it Justin Reed? Why isn't it, you know, Trey McDuffie? Or why isn't Be- it Legarius? Because those guys. Why isn't it Juan Thornhill? Why because those guys can't do secondary? it unless Justin Reed. Why not? Justin Reed, the play of Justin Reed enables five different players to go up onto that line. Can't you say that about every other sp- person in the secondary? I don't think you can. Why not? Because Justin Reed is playing. You think Justin Reed is that integral to this defense that he, is, he needs that? He I guess he's not. I guess Nick Bolton has the mic, right? Yeah. But yeah. he is the middle, the middle of the defense. He. Yeah, yeah. You take the middle out of. I mean, you're an engineer, right? You take the middle part out of a majority of structures, it falls, right? Mm, not really. Majority, really? No. You're telling me if I took the middle part foundation out of this house that we're in right now, it wouldn't fall down? No, not necessarily. A majority. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. The but I, here's, no. the, here's the point. Here's the point that I think you're trying to make is that the in, the the integrity of the house would be compromised if you took away that one thing. Okay, sure, but it's also compromised if you take away an edge, which is why I'm having a hard time seeing it as well. No. Okay. So Justin Reed. Okay. Is the most senior secondary player in our secondary? Yeah. In, in terms, terms of. of age. That's what I'm saying. Yes. In terms of NFL experience. experience. Justin Reed is the strong safety? Yeah. Um, which means that Justin Reed is going to get anything that comes up the middle of the field past the linebackers. Pretty much is yes. Pretty much is priority. Um, the middle of the field is the most important part if we want to take one of our corners away because that's where they're going to try to attack because your best receivers are going to be guarded 
up the sideline. Yeah. So that they can't okay. get past the, si- the the corners on the sideline when they're on one-on-one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if Justin Reed can get guys that are coming up the middle, can lock down his middle spot to the point where there are no big plays if the ball gets thrown up there for conte- con- mm-hmm. for any sort of contested catch, yeah. then you can take LeJarius Sneed out on a 2v1 coverage. You can take Jalen Watson and put him on the corner. You can take Trent McDuffie. Although Trent McDuffie won't go on blitzes. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. <clears throat> My God. I do not disagree with you. My only thing is that there is, except for Chris Jones, there is nobody on this defense that is like elite level, superstar level. Right. Maybe Nick Bolton's getting there. Maybe Legereus is like in the, he's in the top echelon. He's in the upper upper echelon, but he's not yet. But like he's not top tier. I think you could say that about, I think you could say that about Willie Gay. I think you could say that about Trent McDuffie. I think you could say that. So that's why I I will have to stay with Oliver on this. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that his he's going to make big plays. Uh-huh. I'm saying that he has to have a good game to enable other people. And there's not a single player on either side of the ball for the Chiefs. Yeah. That with just an average game can enable much more from half the team. Okay. I don't disagree. I just think that you can very easily, just as easily say Juan Thornhill is the important one. He's a, he's a similar, he's a safety. He's had a lot more time in the Spagnola defense. Um, he's, he's a safety, you know. I just think that you can easily say, let's, I'll just say the safety position. How about that? Needs to have this kind you of can. game. I'm going to say Justin Reed. Okay, fine. I just, I just don't think Justin Reed himself is... As so m- who is that much more an X factor than like a Juan Thornhill would be? Who's who is your X factor? Mine the is game? the linebacker position, because the okay. Eagles' offense runs through literally runs through Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> who had thirty some touchdowns, and like fifteen of them were on the ground, mm-hmm. and he rushes for like eight hundred yards. If you can spy him, if you can keep him from rushing for that twenty yards, or that thirty yards, or that consistent seven yards, if you can somehow get him to not do that which starts with often it starts with your offensive line you know disrupting his timing but okay fine say you would disrupt his timing and make him scramble if there's not a linebacker to spy him or to like be aware that that's happening he's just gonna run for 20 yards every time or fit or 10 or 15 or something so Mine's a linebacker position because most often when you are facing this type of quarterback you're gonna spy him with a linebacker and you yeah. have to be able to have success against that type of player, which I think is pretty much the Willie Gays of the world. So I guess I have to say Willie Gay then for a, specific, for a player position-specific one because he's that much faster than um, Nick Bolton and he's better <laughs> He's better at the um, kind of sideline-to-sideline mm-hmm. aspect of it. So I, I guess I'm going to go with the linebackers with an emphasis on Willie Gay. Yeah, I because would, of this buying. I'd agree with you. I think that that the whole way you you deal with the whole way that you deal with the whole spy system or how you deal with Jalen Hurts getting out of the pocket is going to be a huge reason as why this game does the things that it does. Because who knows if Jalen Hurts is even a hundred percent with his shoulder? I don't think anybody's a hundred percent at this point. But if there were some really interesting stats, and I don't have them in front of me, about how his. Uh, his deep pass numbers in the first two games haven't been doing as much. Be- maybe it's because of the soldier shoulder. Maybe it's because they just blew out the competition. The fr- the I also want to specify that I'm not a defensive coordinator. I don't know how spying actually works. I'm sure it's a lot more complicated than I made it sound. Yeah. So 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for no, what it's I, worth. That's me. Yeah, for me too. For what it's worth. I I think I I do agree though. I think that I think that linebacker and we talked about the trenches are definitely important. And like you said, I mean the safety position and Justin Reed even are very important parts of this. Let's get into bold predictions. Do we want to talk about the ones that we had for for the for the Bengals game or do we not? The Bengals game ones? What was your question? Yeah, do we do we do we go over the ones for the Bengals from the game from the game against the Bengals? Sh- sure, quickly. Or do we not? Sure. Okay. Well, uh, Jackson said that Patrick Mahomes would have four touchdowns and 350 yards. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't happen. That's okay, mm. though. I didn't expect a defensive game like that. Oliver, I don't think was with us, so I don't have one run down for him. But uh, I had the Bengals under 24. Boom. Both teams were under 24, so I think that's... That was your bold prediction? Yeah, Bengals under 24. They were scoring like hell. The so they, just dropped, they, they had just dropped like 30-something on the... Every time they played us, they scored 24. They scored 27 when they beat us last week in the regular that's season. Right. That's right. We scored 24. <laughs> I guess I could have gone. It was our game. turn to win by three That's points. That's right, baby. Okay, so let's get into both predictions for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the biggest game. Super Bowl. Do we uh, do we do we take this for granted that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl three yes. out of four? I, I definitely do not feel the hype that I feel like I should right now. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm excited. So I'm excited. But I'm like, so nervous. It's. I mean, like, it's just like we. I mean, this is the third time in the last four years that we've been here. You know, uh-huh. well, the novelty from the first year wore off, and maybe that's a question: is should you feel novelty every time? Because it shouldn't be. If novelty is something you know unique and and novel, yeah, right, and it has become not that, then you I can think still feel then, excitement yeah. without the novelty. Yeah, and that's what I where I'm at. I'm real pumped and real nervous, and I don't have the confidence that I had against the 49ers. I knew we would win that game. See, I'm of course probably, I was nervous. I'm the opposite. I think. You think so? I think I I. I Knew you would win that game as a tough game for yeah. Super Bowl no, no, no. 54. Okay, let me clarify. I can I can bring that up with my before, bowl prediction. Before. Let me yeah. clarify I had confidence going into the game. I can bring this up with I can bring this up with my my response and my prediction. So I mean I I can go now if we'd like. But do it. Um I think I feel more confident about this game than the 49ers, specifically because um there was a lot of questions with the Chiefs team the in in that twenty nineteen Super Bowl, you know? Like Mahomes was coming off of um, that 2018 season that was just crazy, and he had a kneecap surgery. Surgery, just or he had the injury, injury, injury. Um, and um, our defense was just atrocious that year, especially compared to where it's at this season. The beginning of the year, yeah. Um, it definitely solidified, which you got to give. I mean, you got to give Spags mad respect for coming around and getting that scheme to really click the in the final the, the end of the season yeah. was really good but um yeah. but like from a from a straight up stats and eye test perspective this defense seems significantly more put together than that 2019 defense it's, did i think it seems more intentional yeah i think that the reason why they got rid of rashad fenton and never all of us were like what the fuck are they doing like I, he just didn't i don't think he fit what they wanted to do or i think they were like we need to get these guys some snaps yep. and if this is what happens then this is what happens yeah. this was a rebuild year and we still ended up in the Super Bowl which is crazy this is insane um, but my bold prediction kind of centers on the fact that I think both these teams um, are super super well matched I think that this is a game where going in 
I don't think I could look at one and be like, that's a more talented team. Um, I think that the Chiefs do probably, and I think that no. I think they Philly is a ta- is I think they do, and I think Travis Kelsey are. is what tips that scale. Um, I think you can look at just about any position and find or any like top performer in a specific stat and go to the Chiefs and find. Like yeah, they have an equal kind of. I think they have three of the top four players in this game. Um, past that, I think that the the Eagles are a way better team. Anyway, I think that what really is going to come down to win this game is fundamental football play, and so it's really hard for me to look at this game and go bold prediction because I don't think either team is going to do something that's just apeshit bonkers. You know, like I think that. The, that's what I predicted for the Bengals game. What happened in the Bengals game is what I'd predict for this one. Um, and I think my bold prediction is going to be that this game is won in the last two minutes of the football game, in the last two minutes of play. I don't know how bold that really is because I feel like a majority of... It's the Super Bowl, though. I feel like a majority of games probably end up that way, but it is the Super Bowl, and a lot of teams like to pull out all the stops when it, when it comes down to this. Um, but I think this is going to be a really close one. I think the winning score happens within the two minute mark. I I think that, you know, there's, there's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a three point game or maybe a touchdown game. Um, and I think that I wanted to say something else, but I really think that that's, I mean, I feel like that's bold enough, especially with, with the, offensive prowess of both teams you know I think that I think you could look at this and expect one team to maybe just hit their groove earlier than the other and just kind of run mm-hmm. um but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a close game all the way through and one team's gonna get the ball with two minutes left and that's gonna be what ices it Curry all over. um it's gonna be one of those games where Patrick Mahomes looks like a human because he's going to throw two interceptions. Um, he threw two in Super Bowl 54 and say. two in Super Bowl 55. So he's going to throw two again because, you know, third time's a charm, I guess. But also, the Eagles have kind of a ball hockey-ish, defense-ish, you know, <laughs> not 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 overly. Defense or under, good, you know. dog. It's a very good defense. James Bradbury, Darius Slay, C.D. C. Deuce. Right. So they're going to they're gonna pick him up twice. Jalen Hurts will also throw under two interceptions. I think it'll be four total interceptions this I'm game. I'm giving you four interceptions. Damn. Okay. Hey, hey, I, I like that. I like that. I think that's bold enough. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've tossed back and forth this, forth with this the past couple minutes because there's one thing that I think has a really high possibility of happening, and I think nobody's really talking about it. And I really want to say it, but I don't want to jinx them. I think this this game has a chance to not be close. I agree, but I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I I think I think this has this game has a chance to not be close, and that could be on either side for sure. Because if Jalen Hurts and the and the crew start running all over the Chiefs and then throwing on them, and then the young DBs don't know what the hell they're doing with their play action and and the RPO and all this, like I could see that happening. I think the more likely scenario though, is that Patrick Mahomes is the most locked in he's ever been in his entire career. 
and I think that he's going to lead them to their second Super Bowl, and I think he's going to win MVP, and he's going to be the second quarterback in the last 20 years to win the MVP of the regular season and the MVP of the Super Bowl. Who was the other? Probably Tom Brady? No, it was Kurt Warner. Mm, interesting. In 01 against the Titans. Yeah. Kurt Warner's, sorry, the coolest freaking story ever. That's all. He's so cool. Okay. Love well, it. We're going to head into our break while Jackson goes and takes a huge, huge stop in the bathroom. So uh, we'll be back with tweets this week in America's Favorite segment and maybe some Royals. Oliver and I are looking at each other like we're crazy because why would we talk about the Royals? It's Super Bowl week. I don't want to talk about the Royals because I have nothing good to say about the Royals. Okay, cool. Awesome. We'll be back right after this. Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Sell KC group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. And we are back with Drop the Ball. Jackson, are you feeling uh, relieved? Dude, I had to pee bad. Oh, yeah? I was trying to hold it in. I think I was like, I think there was like a continuous stream for like at least a minute straight. It was pretty insane. Um, but yeah, I feel way, way better. Okay. I can actually relax now. I was getting a little antsy there towards the end of that one. Okay, well, let's uh, let's get into... Uh, let's talk about the Royals for just a minute, and then, then we'll do tweets this week, and we'll close out some stuff about the Super Bowl. And then America's Favorite Segment, Drop the Ball. You know how it goes. So, um, Jackson brought up a good point. We need to bring up the Powder Blues coming back. First, mm. Zach Granke's back on a one-year contract. <laughs> Only eight, a great deal. Eight million guaranteed or something. Well, it could be up. Yeah, it could be up to like thirteen mil. Sixteen. Sixteen mil. But the fact that only half his contract is guaranteed is just beautiful, man. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with. No, that. like I mean, like hitting ninety innings is like the first I bet you incentive, the, which he's gonna hit ninety. I was innings, just, I was just gonna say, I bet you all the incentives are like very reasonable. It gets things. to, <laughs> it gets to ninety, and then it's like, it's like. Almost half a million for ninety, almost half a million for a hundred, almost half a million for a hundred and ten. Like it's, I mean, once he gets ninety, which is very reachable, unless he gets injured. I mean, he'll get at least probably fourteen mil of that sixteen mil. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, good for Zach. I'm glad he's back. I'll we pay him sixteen mil. I th- hey, I, we needed somebody to really be an established part of the of the ideally of the rotation. Ideally, he's like three this year instead of one. I think he's like. But I think he's two or three. Yeah. yeah. Last year he was one for half the season. The that's two. what was, that was what frustrated me about it. Although he might, they they might give him the sympathy opening day start. Although I think Brady, it's, it's Singer, Brady Singer, I think Brady it's Brady Singer should be the yeah, one. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Brady. Brady also, Singer. we we mentioned Powder Blues. They've had Powder Blues. They're bringing back the Powder Blue pants. They're bringing back Powder Blue pants and the Powder Blue pants and the tops are gonna be the opening day ones. Mm. Which I don't know if I like that. No, I fuck oh, with it. I love it. It's so good, man. I love it, dude. I love the Powder Blue Pants, man. It's it's coming out with a statement. We are doing things differently this year. We don't have a dude that can fill out the Powder Blue Pants like uh, Bo Jackson oh, could. but Yeah, but we got Vinny, though. We got Vinny, and Vinny's going to look sweet in those bad boys. Yeah, okay. Also, I don't think – have we convened since we traded Elderberry to Modesty? 
I don't know if we have. Um, no, we we have we have we talked about it. We, we talked have because we, okay. tra- we talked about. Training. Oh right 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 yeah yeah we just wanted a little bit more. Yeah, fun. cut um, fat cut fat maybe got rid yeah. of Michael Taylor um, and Alberto Montesi for basically nothing but that's fine. Um, also news came out. I guess if we're just gonna touch bases for the Royals, talking about Hunter Dozier. Um, well, I actually I wasn't, but so it seems like odds are Hunter Dozier is gonna get majority of the starts over at third base. Which shoot me. me in the face with a gun. I <laughs> I don't drag me from behind a car for miles and miles and miles until I can't. I don't have a face anymore. I um, you know, I don't want to see that. No one wants to watch that. But you're paying him seven million, and you don't if you don't expect to if win he next can have year. Some sort of if he can have some sort. I think it's a drive up his trade his trade value I'd it's agree. gotta be because it's there's no way they look at that dude with what three years say? left on his contract it's an attempt to yeah, yeah there's no way that they look at that dude with what three years on his contract two two after this season um and go you know like he's a part of the future so i think ideally i think ideally when did he sign that four that four-year contract that four-year i thought it was before after i thought it was, was going into the 2021 season. season was it after, after 2019 i think then, it was going into 20 I think it like he yeah, but it he's in the offseason. Didn't of, he still have a year so 20, before 21, 22, 23. I thought this is his last year. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I think he still had a year on his contract when he signed that extension. No. Anyways, um, it's got to be a just driving up the the. I mean, if he can even hit like two eighty and play slightly less Dog. than shit. Yeah. So he's he got defense. Two eighty. He's not. But he's got twenty twenty three. Uh, seven point two five million. Now, what I could see Hunter Dozier. Hang, hang on. Sorry. And then he's got 2024, uh, 9 million, and then he's got a club option for 2025. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next year and the year after, possibly. Um, he's got a club won't. option. They won't. For they $10 won't. million. They won't. That's a, that is a Dayton Moore contract, and they know it is. Um, but yeah, so I want to. I, I just. I, I want to. I guess I didn't think about touching on that, but we should. We touched on that. I also want to bring up the fact that all of the young guys, they've at least kind of shown interest in wanting to extend with the exception of MJ Melendez because he's a Scott Boris guy. Fuck Scott Boris. Me and my homies hate Scott Boris. If you are unfamiliar with Scott Boris, Scott Boris is an agent in Major League Baseball. He suggests very, very much for his agents, for his clients to test the free agent market. Therefore, they don't usually sign back with a team that drafts. Basically, he's a really good agent, and I hate him for that. He he's a good eight. A lot of money. He's kind. Of, I mean, he's also kind of a shady. I mean, he's uh, some of the. I've I've seen stuff about some of his deals. Kind of like, not. It's not giving necessarily teams shady. Full information. He, it's, he's a good agent. Bottom of the line, he doesn't give teams full information. He's very good at hiding his his hand. Um, as a small market team, he's the bad guy. You know, that's just how it works. As a baseball player, he's the good guy. MJ Melendez got probably the best possible scenario for a guy, a player like MJ Melendez. Because odds are a player like that is going to hit really, really well and play really solid defense for like three years, and then he's going to fall off. Um, no disrespect to MJ Melendez. I love MJ Melendez. But, um, yeah, I, I I don't know if he gets extended after he goes to ARB. But, but and this is a way bigger but, Vinny Pasquatino, um, Bobby Wood Jr. I'm pretty sure I saw Massey's name thrown in there somewhere. No, um, I Brady Singer was there. Was, it. It oh, was Singer, Singer, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was those four that um, I was really. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, those three are probably more important than MJ when it really comes down to it um, because all three of those dudes could be the next face of the Royals once Salvi's gone. So, um, not could be, what will be one of those three probably. And that's sooner than it might seem. Yeah, so um, that's definitely something to keep your eye on. I doubt anything happens this offseason, but ideally, um, 
depending on how those guys play, we might have a number or a figure at least for one or two or all three of those guys. So I'm just going to put this out there. I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Salvi before the deadline this year. You think? I wouldn't be surprised. Do no. I think it's going to happen? No, but I just wouldn't be surprised. For on all, a, on a t- here's the thing. Unless the young guys... so bad. I think the... He want, he doesn't care to honestly. He I was a Dayton more. He liked Dayton more. He's he has no. He wasn't at Fan Fest. I think it's significantly less about him and more about the young guys because here's the deal. Right now he's the he's what's selling seats. He's I mean he's the face of the club. I'm going for Brady Singer. And right, Bobby right, right, right. But like people like us, as much as I mean, we are going to twenty plus. I guess you've got season tickets. So you're going Two. to how many games? Just twenty one. So I mean, like we I mean we were going to twenty games a season anyways even without season tickets you know but like um they don't need money from us to succeed they need money from people who aren't like us to succeed and right now salvi is who they know um so unless like bobby Wood jr is like all-star I, like i didn't know that salvi didn't go to royal i didn't know that either i it doesn't doesn't bother me too much odds are he's probably just in venezuela or yeah, something i was just like gonna that. say he's probably just in the in whatever country venezuela um I mean, w, wbc is going on right now. yeah he might be training for the is WBC. wbc going on right now they well played, then, they played a game today oh they play in march don't they that's coming up columbia, oh, they play, columbia and somebody played that's a game crazy they played I, premieres yeah yeah he's probably he's probably getting ready for the wbc i didn't stuff. think about that but like Vinny was there he's playing for italy i kept thinking yeah, I kept well. Yeah, so it was half the roster for Italy. That's what I'm saying is that they could they practice here. Vinny, yeah, he might live here. I, Salvi might not. live Salvi here probably has a off. place to stay. In, yeah, but in, he's in, been here every year. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I I'm not looking for. I'm not looking into it. Salvi is. I mean, Salvi will play where where they want him to play. It's as simple as that. Like he's uh, he's a good dude. He's not a drama queen. Yeah, and I think well. We'll probably talk about we'll probably talk about the Royals way more next week and especially weeks after way more weeks after this. So uh, we'll stop. Just that a couple right touching now, points while some, uh, we were here. You know, yeah, just a little, just a little touching points. Like Jackson said, let's get into tweets this week. Uh, I think uh, I think I got a think I got a a lot. A lot <laughs> Seems like you're gonna lead this because I don't know if I have a lot to be honest with what you. you. It's just liked tweets from I, the past yeah man i don't i got really into movie twitter the last couple of weeks so oh yeah yeah my twitter changes too often i got one i can go first just so i get a thrown out there since you got a couple well i i will i was just gonna i was gonna start it off with uh it's yeah, sports yeah. related so yeah, yeah so do your thing, man. Do your thing. it was uh it's a picture of hitler versus stalin and someone okay. and someone says eagles get a ring or Kadarius tony gets a ring <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be a giants fan <laughs> gotta be a giants fan bro gotta be a giants fan um, I saw, so there was this, um, Twitter account that tweeted out pictures of, um, AI showing what ancient Egypt would look like if it like didn't fall. So basically like a modernized, like tech heavy yeah. ancient Egypt. Um, and <laughs> the, their caption was AI shows what ancient Egypt would look like if it never fell. And someone quoted it and said, this dude, Alan Iverson be drawn his ass off. <laughs> uh, um, Oh my goodness! Okay, do you have one, Oliver? I um, I'm not on Twitter really, so no. <laughs> I have one, but it's not really very friendly to this setting, this media. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of naughty. We can so. do just about every media it's here, except naughty. for. All right, fine. I'll say it. Have y'all? Yeah, it, it was okay. a comedian, um, doing like one of those, you know, comedy shows, at a laugh factory. I think it was up in Chicago, based on his joke. So he's walking across the stage, um, pretty normal looking guy, and he's like, so 
I've been having some freaky sexual escapades with these freaky Chicago girls <laughs> and no laughs, no laughs yet. Right. And I just have been like thinking like I've came to the conclusion that like begging is not that gay and then promptly falls off the stage into yes. the oh, audience. I, I saw that. And the, the, the arena is silent. Yeah. Not a single yeah. sound. I remember. I remember. I was it's so uncomfortable. I was watching that, and I thought there was gonna be like a killer punchline, and it just fucking fell off the stage <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and like no one laughed. It, like seriously, I, I would have laughed if I was there in person. I'm not gonna well, lie. I mean, it must have been. It was it must, the, before they started that video clip. It must have been so bad. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Honestly, from the ju- from the way he was delivering the joke, like I think that there was probably a decent-ish punchline to it. It's just like, like that first part of it kind of bombed and no one seemed that engaged and then he fell off the stage and it was just a whirlwind <laughs> of of unfortunate events <laughs> a lemony snicket shall we say lemony snicket lemony snicket in it yeah. um Damn, i found <laughs> i did see that 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 shit was freaking wild i've been seeing all these all these nfl scripted oh games. yeah no, i dropped the ball we haven't brought it up yet oh okay i'll stop <laughs> Shut the hell up. I so up. I have one. I have one. Everybody everybody you did not hear what Matthew just said. Um so there's been a, I've seen a lot of stuff about Tom Brady retiring. Um and someone said Shefty didn't scoop him this time. He won. He lost his family, but he didn't lose to Shefty, and that's all that matters. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Cuz yeah. Adam Schefter. Yeah, Schefter Schefter uh he broke the news. Broke the news time. before Brady could say anything about it last time. And Damn. honestly, if you look looking back at it now, he was saying back, goodbye to Tampa. He wasn't saying goodbye to. to say coming, coming, yeah, coming back and playing one like the worst year of his entire career, um, and then retiring again really makes it seem that he was just doing this despite not being the one to break the news. Yeah, maybe, man. And this time, everybody knew he was retiring, so it didn't matter. Somebody broke the news. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I got this one. Uh, this one's really funny. This is from one of our, not one of our friends. Uh, you know him though. He was in the opera with us at case at whatever university we went to. Detroit, Detroit State. State. Yeah, Detroit State. <laughs> so, uh, uh, go cylinders. Somebody said, uh, "Being ticklish is kind of gay." Tbh. As <laughs> 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 a. Uh yeah, um, funny. I so I saw one, and I this isn't that funny. It's just, it is just wild that I never connected these dots. You know, like Michelin, like yeah, tires, tires. Those are the same motherfuckers doing like Michelin star restaurants. You're just now learning this. I didn't know that. Yeah, because that is they, insane. Because they had a travel guide. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like what? Yeah. Like like that big puffy dude's the one reviewing this shit? No. But, <laughs> no I but know. Yes. But that's just, like I I just I never I always assumed that like Michelin like the, the Michelin stars was like was like, you know, something else. Yeah, like 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 <laughs> some like well-renowned like like culinary school or something like that, no. you know? It's literally like a French tire company that because tires are used to drive and travel, created a travel guide and for some reason, probably cuz it's just French, Everybody was like, yeah, this is, is the all end all be all of food knowledge. That's crazy, bro. Is Michelin French? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. I looked it up. I I like read about it for like all 30 minutes of my br- lunch break the other day. Like I was enamored. It's crazy. Damn. Well, so I knew that it was a I mean, I I knew this, but I think it's sweet. I think it's I okay, I really like that it has stayed Michelin called Michelin and they haven't like they didn't try to like 
brand it. As yeah, else. they didn't try to like I make it they pretty. Kept it because nowadays you have like, you know, something started one thing and then it gets bought out into something else. Right. Or it gets turned into something else. I like that it, they just kept calling it Michelin. I love it. Yeah, like St. Louis Bread Company turned into Panera just because it was not well, regional I hate anymore. Louis, so I like that one. <laughs> no, yeah. I know what you're saying though. And uh, guys, I, I think agree. I need a city to hate because Matt can't stand C- Cleveland. You hate St. St. Louis. I hate St. Louis. So I much. don't have a lot of beef with a single city. Don't I look at me like that, Matt. You man. hate Cleveland. Yeah. So don't look at me like that. I don't like. I feel like I need a city to Loser. hate. And I don't know if I have one, guys. I, I just. Yeah. Um. You can hate Scranton, New York. Ohio. <laughs> I'll. I don't know. New York's pretty. He likes New York. Yeah, I have no beef with New York. You can hate. I'll, I'll think you on like it in next episode. I'll try to. You don't like Manhattan? Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> you told me you don't like Manhattan. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know if I have beef with the city. Just, I don't know. I just don't feel like going back there anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll have to think on it next episode. I'll try to. Ooh, I'll hate try Houston. To some, ooh, that'd be a good one because that's kind of a shithole of a city anyways. Except for my cousins I'll who think live about there. It. You can hate that place. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. This will be episode. my last tweet that I have, and then we then we can move on to drop the ball. But it's uh, I actually want to talk about one more thing, and then we'll move on to drop the ball. But uh, it's a it's a Street Fighter. Choose your fighter. Super Bowl Fifty Seven Edition. Chief Saholic, notorious bank <laughs> robber, <laughs> and uh, Chiefs fan touring the country, being Bonnie and Clyde and shit. And then EDP four four five baby. If y'all know who I'm talking about. That oh, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles <laughs> fan that was hitting on underage women? Yeah, he's yeah. a pedophile. Woohoo! Yucky choose bitch. your fighter. Super Bowl 50 f- 57, baby. <laughs> Yucky bitch, man. <laughs> uh, ED- EDP. Uh, can we say what EDP means on this, uh, this I podcast? Probably. I mean, like, we've well, said I, We say fuck, I guess, stuff. so it doesn't really matter. It's uh, Eat That Pussy 445. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't is, know that. Uh, I didn't know that. That's, that's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's so <Yeah>. dumb. <laughs> And uh, and so yeah, that's uh yeah. Don't check into him. I mean, his uh, he should be in jail, but he's not. Yeah, he's not reason. for some reason. I don't know. He's not. He's not rich, wealthy, or famous enough to not get away from this kind of thing. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe the city of Philadelphia was like, yeah, he mixes in. So <laughs> he fits here. Yeah. So like, who cares? <laughs> we don't know though. We'll see. Uh, Philadelphia, I'm sure, is a great place. Your airport is very nice. That's all I know about you. Anyway, because why would you leave the airport? <laughs> sorry, sorry. No hate to Philadelphia. Gotta go visit, but do not touch the Rocky statue. I swear, if I find a freaking I know, right, mm, yeah, I and saw don't that. Dress on the, up as fucking Santa on I the swear New to Heights God. on the New Heights podcast oh, with, yeah. with uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey. Travis literally said, "Kansas City, don't you fucking dare put anything on the Rocky statue." Yeah, well, you know who's and don't you dare be putting an eighty-seven on that shit. <laughs> well, you know what? Who's doing it is the fucking Phillies fans. Yeah, the Phillies. So? Yeah, the Philadelphia fans did it. I think there there was yeah, a picture of them Eagles fans. There was a picture of them of like the Rocky statue having like a red shirt that had like Kansas City written in it and yeah. Sharpie. And it was like if that was an actual Kansas City fan, they'd put an actual Chiefs thing on there. Yeah, what? It was like it was just like a literally it was just a plain red shirt from like Walmart or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. Hey, what are you? What are you for Philadelphia, man? World Series, honestly. Now the yeah, Super Bowl? good for them, man. They're gonna I lose mean, both. They're gonna lose both, but good <laughs> for them, right? Uh, <laughs> and their hockey team. Let's move sucks. on to America's favorite segment. You know, drop the ball. Or actually, first I want to bring this up. We didn't bring this up, but we were talking about the Super Bowl. Andy Reid Bowl. We got to talk about this. Oh, I mean, do we? Andy. I mean, we don't. I guess we don't have to. But this is Andy. Andy going back and facing his former team. Add to the storyline, baby. We didn't mention that or the Pro Bowl, Kelsey Bowl. Or the Kelsey Bowl, yeah. I think that they're talked about enough on 
every yeah. other media outlet. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Andy. But Andy Reid. It's cool though. It's cool facing his team, uh, facing the team that said "Get out. We don't want you anymore." And coming to Kansas City. I don't know if it was that. I think it was he can go see somewhere else. So they w- they wanted to move in a different direction. I think it was more mutual than that makes it sound. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, good for Andy coming back and uh, hopefully he can take it out on him. We will just have to see have to see have to see that's really the big thing and then the kelsey bull of course yep. which i yeah well documented like oliver said let's move into america's favorite segment drop the ball um i'll go first because i think mine is not as good so i'll do it mine's um, not great either so tom brady retired we already established this the next day after he retired he made a little video and had some shit it was on the beach whatever uh, he had the next very next day. We had somebody go on eBay, and was posting the sand from the beach Tom Brady was at, uh, and it was selling for ninety thousand dollars. There's no way. A, I'm not kidding. There's no way. No, bids, no, no, dude. There's no way anybody bought that though, right? They, they were bids. That was, was bids. Like, that wasn't even yeah. like what the f- ninety thousand dollars for Tom Brady sand. Like, and at that point, it wasn't even the shit that he stood on because of, you know, high tide and erosion and wind. And A jar of sand is currently 91 bids uh, from his second NFL retirement on eBay. is going for $90,000, $90,100. It's got to be just for the bid, right? Because you, you can win a bid and just choose not to buy it, right? Like, there's no way someone actually, like, commits to that amount of money right i have no idea but you're like anybody with that kind of money would just take a vacation to the location and get the sand themselves right yeah, I, I would i would think but i have no idea jackson i'll throw it over to you um well so just on the i mean on the mention of tom brady this could be my drop the ball too bro posted a thirst trap like three days after he fucking retired which is just insane if he retired at like underwear brand yeah if he were retri- if he retired at like 36 and like cool but he retired at 45 man 46, 46. dude and, and and like it wasn't that atrocious it was like a it was a little bit and i i mean you know i got to respect committing to the bit he just told he said something like if this tweet gets this many retweets or likes or something like that i'll post a picture like the underwear models from my underwear brand anyways that's when i dropped the ball it was wild my drop the ball is the super bowl media um because I kind of forget every single year just how absurd some of the questions and stuff get for the pre-Super Bowl events because they get there like a week and a half early. So like you get some really, really like bizarre questions because people don't want to ask the good stuff or run out of good stuff. Um, so I mean like Travis Kelsey answered a question on whether or not he would put his nuts on his brother's drum set, which is a reference to Step Brothers. Yeah. Someone asked, um, I can't remember, I always forget his last name. The Eagles coach. Nick Sirianni. Sirianni. I always want to say like Santini or something like that. Both Italian, you know. Um, They fit the city. Uh, Someone asked him who on the Eagles he wouldn't let date his daughter. And he goes, my daughter's five. (laughs) Um, It's just stuff like that. You know, like there are some really great questions because they are there early. You know, you get to ask about stuff that like players – normally probably wouldn't want to answer or like wouldn't have on their radar, you know, like Mahomes and Jalen Hurts can both kind of get together and in good faith talk about being the first like um, pair of starting black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. And, you know, you get to see, um, you get to see a lot of cool stuff, you know, like Travis Kelsey's mom 
did like this whole like Travis Kelsey and and J- uh, what's this Jason? Yeah. Good lord, I'm getting all these names in my head at the same time. It's messing me up. Jason Kelsey's mom did like this whole like who like which son is which kind of like thing where she held up like a picture for like who's the bigger mama's boy and stuff like that. Um, like like cool stuff, you know, cool little stuff. There was like a um a uh what's the word a uh, petition to have uh the kelsey mom uh flip the coin which i love which i think would be awesome i'm not gonna lie um but yeah it's just like <laughs> it's just as as someone who is pretty like knowledgeable on journalism and stuff like that they have to answer questions they have to ask questions like that's their job they're getting paid to be there to do that but you know like asking a head coach like going into the biggest game of his career who he wouldn't let date his daughter is just kind of like, all right, man. I like, I like the question, but it just makes it a horrible question because of right. They, it's, they it's, didn't do yeah, the research. It's something that people ask hypothetically all the time, I think. I think it's you funny know? if it's just it's relevant. Right. And, I mean, well, okay, well, it's also not <laughs> – it, it's – I, I think it might have been funnier to say like sister or something. Right, 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 right. It's right. not as it's safer. Not quite as personal. Yeah, it's safer. Obviously, it's still it. It's just safer. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just, uh, young journalists out there. If you're listening to Drop the Ball, as we are journalists, you know here at Drop the Ball, um, we're professional ones at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just like when you're gonna ask a question or something like that, maybe like sit in your hotel room and ask it out loud to like the the air or to yourself you know just say it out loud a couple times before you go and ask someone in front of national media um is this a must win game on sunday <laughs> that was my favorite one asked is nick sirianni and he went it's the yes. super bowl <laughs> and then kept going yeah there's always dumb questions and you could probably if you really wanted to you could sift through just about any journalists um questions and find a drop the ball for every week but uh yeah, going to the Super Bowl, I've seen a couple pretty dumb things that didn't really make that much sense as to why they're being asked. So I guess them. It was pretty slow. It was a pretty slow week. I remember I had one last week that was way better, but I lost it and I couldn't find it. So here we are, Oliver. We almost stole yours earlier. Arian Foster. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Um, I guess I stopped us what? that one time. You stopped us the one say. time. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I mean, but we didn't like make it a thing. Um, the dude. If some, for whatever reason you're listening to this and don't know what happened, either props to you for not being on social media at all, or um, are you blind? I, like I don't know. Yeah, it it Pro- was. I mean, there was news stories about this. It wasn't just a social media thing. This but. was the funniest. Twi- I said I was not on Twitter that much, but this was sent to me and I looked at it. This was the funniest Twitter thread I have ever seen in my very short experience on Twitter. So the guy comes on to some dumb barstool podcast that you should already take with a grain of salt anyways. Right. But he says, yo, man, we like would get a script during the preseason and like they had like what happens every game and like we have to memorize it and like don't tell anybody. But like you got that's your script, man. (sighs) Saying that the NFL is literally rigged and scripted (laughs) and it just breaks out all kinds of funny shit with like, you know. People who broke a rib or something. Or like Tom Brady looking at Matt Ryan walking into the script read before yeah. a Super Bowl, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was hard. Some of them. <laughs> so funny. Like the, um, the more 
rough ones are my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there was one that was like Alex Smith reading the script for the 2018 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. season, or like, which is so messed up. Or like, uh, what's his name? Demarcus Lawrence. What was the guy's name who broke? Um, oh, my God. The whole... The, I can't remember any other names. The original, the, the Alex Smith guy, but the original situation. Oh, oh, um, Theismann. Theismann. Thank you. Theismann. I was thinking um, Namath, and I knew it wasn't right. Um, that yeah, I'm sure he was my, thrilled. One of my, you know, the, one of my favorites was Jason Pierre-Paul reading his Fourth of yes, July script. Yes, <laughs> and it's Harris, it's uh, Hannibal Buress just like looking at his fingers. <laughs> um, I mean, oh, the, there was one so that was. Um, They're just so damn funny. Oh, what's um? Why am I blanking on his name now? The the CTE. Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown reading his Bengals versus Steelers <laughs> script for for what like week six and twenty seventeen well, like, or something sure, like that. Like, I'm sure there was one about Ryan Shazier and some of the more darker ones. Yeah, yeah. Some oh, of, some oh, of the really like, really uh, funny ones are so bad. They're yeah. like the Aaron Hernandez ones. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are so funny though. But Henry they are Ruggs so dark. preparing for his twenty or twenty ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i run these streets there was there was some pretty good there was sean watson when he got his script in the mail oh no (laughs) yeah it's just it's just i mean like that one almost like would be consoling to know that he didn't actually do all those things it was just like scripted and like somebody's like you have to he's like someone like someone well like no like no, that like it was all f- like fake, you know, like it didn't like he never even had masseuses, like it was just leaked, quote unquote. But we know that's not the case. He's just a gross fuck, and the NFL is not scripted. Maybe he was talking about game scripts, and he's just a fucking moron. Yeah, I maybe. don't know. Who it's knows? possible. Who knows? Uh, this is the last tweet I'll read before we we close it up. But uh, hey, I think they should make a non-berry, sh- a non-berry, non-berry, yeah, a non-binary. She's the man remake called They's the Them. They's the Them. I'd watch it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's awesome. You can't tell me that's not awesome. <laughs> okay. I'd watch it. Matt's canceled. I'd watch it. Um, What was that one, like, Addison Ray remake? God. She's all that? Yeah. He's all that? He's she. Yeah, he's well, all that's the original. She's all that is the remake. Oh, really? Yeah. He's all that is the one with Pretty Prince Jr. Yeah. And what's her face in um, it? Yeah. If you guys want to watch a really shitty movie, watch the Addison Ray She's all that. Holy fuck, it's so bad. It's hard to watch. Have you seen it? Yes. Why'd you watch it? I was with Cole. <laughs> oh God. Um, so you're just watching it because she's hot. That's the only reason you guys watch <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Um, it's but really bad. Why else would you watch the movie? There's Yeah, it's like it's basically just like an hour and a half long ad for like Doritos and shit. It's crazy. Like so blatant. It's Anyways, good to know that people are spending money on right thing. On that's right my drop the ball is TikTok stars who think they can be movie at, movie movie stars or know. or can release music because they can shake their ass on camera i mean i'm great at shaking my ass on camera but i couldn't be a movie star <laughs> wise can, wise words we can post it we can post a clip on drop the ball on me while twerking or something maybe. they're out there and they're good yeah maybe okay super bowl week baby we're gonna play in the super bowl and uh i really hope that we're gonna come in here i right hope after next the yeah next tuesday i hope we can just we're either Let gonna be rip. playing taps again, Earth, Wind, and Fire, or taps. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And you can hold us to that. Or Marvin Gaye. I can. Hey, I can do my little mouth trumpet for taps. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
All Anyways. right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Drop the Ball. This is Drop the and Ball. And you don't. Okay. Shit. <laughs> you, you, you stumbled. Thank you for listening to us this week. Uh, what do you say? Don't drop the ball. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Close. for listening. <laughs> I don't remember what the lead into it is. Thank you for listening so much this week. Thank this you for listening episode. so much this week. <laughs> thank you for missing. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening <laughs> and having and, and until next, next week. Time. Until next time. There it is. Until next time. Jesus Lord. There How long is. have we done this? Good Lord. I don't Here's listen to your outro. Until next time. Don't drop the ball.